Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Yeah! Oh, yes. We back. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. We have Danny House. We also have Joe Ambergio. He's back. And Danny Green. I'm back. I came back here again this week. Me All too. Right. But, uh, Danny, your title is uh, Sound. What's your title? Uh, audio audio supervisor? supervisor? Sound yeah. God. But I, I hear people say sound supervisor. I've always said difference. sound God. I say captain of audio sometimes. That's fun. That we works. can kind of make up our titles here, and I think you should, yeah. again, I'm, I say this every year, Danny, you should push for sound God. <laughs> sound God, yeah. yeah. We actually had a question last week of what IFB stands for. Oh, God. You're the guy uh, that answered that. It's like a news term. It's interruptible foldback. That's like, correct. Wikipedia says if interruptible foldback. If you ever see the news person going like, oh, I'm, well, I'm here with the hurricane. I'm just getting in from the station that the winds and the floods are getting worse. I'm going to have to get out of here. That's in their ear. That's like the IFB, which is why when we talk about the earwig and they call it the IFB, sometimes there's confusion there. It's the thing that the Joker has in his ear. Yeah, sometimes they call that the IFB, but we call it the earwig, huh. which is where the confusion comes from. That's so cool. Well, thanks for joining the podcast. You're already giving us information we've never had. Yeah, yeah. We should have had you a long time ago. Yeah, what's people, the deal? People know you pretty well from like, you know, a lot of fans know who you are because mm-hmm. the guys since season one, you and I have been on since season one. Correct. We were like running cable for the cameras. We're running and the, the video audio. cables. Yeah. Yeah. And now look at us. We're doing a podcast, and <laughs> yeah. I've had a picture drawn of me of a fan. Yeah. I was with Jeff Sellis the other day working on some donut project with him, and that <laughs> came up. Wait, what? I, there's something about there's, he's doing a thing with uh, this donut project um, store, uh, like sort of a mockumentary thing. And we were working on it. Oh, great. And uh, I'll show you the picture. I don't think it looks very much like me, but. Jeff and I were together when it came up. Um, That's cute. It's the la- it's the lady who draws. The yeah, she. Yeah, there's somebody who draws photos of uh of like all the the staff and crew. Yeah, if you want to check them out, you can check out her Instagram. I think it's called Click and Tuna. Click K L I K, and Tuna. You can check it out there. Um, but yeah, so Danny, thanks for thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you guys for having. Very fun, and it's good to hear that Jeff Sellis is still alive after we scared him to death, basically. <laughs> yeah. oh with Carly's prank call. told me about that, and I had to stop him. I go, I already heard it. I already know about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. That's right. Are you, you said that you have a little surprise for us. Uh, I brought some beers with me. Oh, I'm a little better at talking uh, when I've had a beer to in me. This is um, classic Hollis. Well, I just want to make sure we're all comfortable. You know, I don't normally do stuff like this. So Hollis, you are sort of like the. You're, you know, if if there were like uh, Greek gods, yeah, you're like the Dionysian god that like <laughs> he is. of the parties, like of the, you're like the you're the god of rap parties. Well, we were at the um, we were at the uh, finale taping at, at the St. George Theater in uh-huh. Staten Island, and Danny had just a backpack full of Heinekens. It was actually Allie Lane's purse. That's right. It was a <laughs> yeah, woman's we had to, purse. We had to empty it out and. Uh... She's the line producer and like kind of the HR department, and she's sneaking beers into an old venue. Well, <laughs> Danny was. Well, she lent me the purse to do it, and then right, as right. we opened them, they were all shook up and they exploded all over her purse. So we had <laughs> to give really it back fun. to her about an hour later. To, uh, it was nice too. Yeah, she was. That's funny. Long okay shot with it. Yeah. But yeah, you you bring you you bring the party. Well, I like to I like the party. You know, I like to have a good all right. Time. Let's get to it. Let's hear it. Let's hear a nice chuck. Go ahead. You can rip those headphones off. You're the sound guy. Open it right into the mic. What would the other What would the other Jokers be if you had to get if there were other Greek gods? Oh, um, Joe gonna, Gatto's probably Zeus. I think he kind of keeps the ship running. He's like, the, yeah. I feel like um, thunder. Yeah. I feel also, like, he rips that fart. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like the little one? Uh, the, the young one, Who, like Hermes. Hermes. That's Myrrh. Oh uh, yeah, very fleet of foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going. Um, he did that marathon. Of I'm course. I'm going Sal Aphrodite. Oh, beautiful. We're all, we're all thinking is. that. Yeah. He's a gorgeous, man. 
That's uh, not Volcana. Q, uh, probably um, Hades. Oh, the underworld. Yeah. Death, destruction, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Q's song, but. But it could have been. Could have been. That's the song of the underworld. That is. Thank you very much. Oh, very nice. An October October. I'm good, actually, on the beer. I, I, don't, I haven't been doing beer. Uh, but Joe will have one. No, Joe I'm will good. have mine. I don't uh, want one either. Okay. Really? Yeah. It's nice having a little beer crack. That's fun. It's in you, Hollis. It's good, yeah. Danny uh, Green, you want one? I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just look like I, the mid-afternoon. I don't, mortal, I don't really drink them. beer either. What? You don't? No, not really. Since when? You just talked about how we cracked open all those beers at the finale. Yeah, that's the last time I drank it before that. I don't know when. <laughs> it was a week ago. <laughs> yeah. What about at McSorley's? Oh, that's right. We did that too. I, I try not to drink beer. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't say that. I drank beer with you twice in the last month and I never see you. <laughs> all right, all right. I get it. <laughs> We're like hard liquor boys. You though. drank a beer before uh, Hollis got in here. I had way too many Manhattans the other night. I'm just like still recovering. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's jump into the episode, huh? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. So the first thing up was Teacher's Pest was the name uh, of it. What, what we called it? New Education Plan. That's right. And this is exciting to have Danny Green here. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. Because even though me. your last name is Green, yeah. you played a vanilla clown. That's the range of my acting is that just because my name is Green doesn't mean I can only play green characters. I, I'm really yeah. trying to move to other colors. Such as? Yeah, white. you're a hero for all the greens out there. <laughs> Here's the question. Um, do you guys remember when we, when we came up with uh, Vanilla Clown? 100%. We're in the comedy producer's room. And Casey, you said Vanilla Cloud. I said Vanilla Cloud. In reference cloud. to what? I think it was a bit maybe like for maybe a, a different presentation bit. Like yeah. where it was just like a Vanilla Cloud. And then what I could think, that even have meant though? <laughs> What's a Vanilla Cloud? I don't know. I think I think it was something maybe for the um, the the theme park thing that we're gonna have next season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes I sense. Think. And then John Zaluga, I think, oh. said, "Did you say Vanilla Clown?" And then yeah. we just went crazy on that. No, it's actually me. It wasn't Zaluga. Oh, it was you. It was I'm me. sorry. Yeah, and I, I give John Zaluga from the Super Live Adventure podcast a lot of credit where it's due, but that was me. <laughs> Mishearing Vanilla Clown. And then we just started riffing about what a Vanilla Clown would be. And immediately we were like, it has to be Danny Green that plays Vanilla Clown. Why? What? What? Why did you want me to play? I'm glad you did. I'm, you're, because part, you're unleashed. Yeah, you're unleashed. You're halfway there. You yeah. got the, you know, you got that beautiful salt and pepper. Thank you. Yeah, you're immortal. And yeah. so you're white like a ghost. Oh. We, to be honest, what I thought Vanilla Clown would be is not even your, what the performance you brought. Thank you. Because, yeah, yeah, it's it incredible, right? And yeah. To that point, none of us really knew what it was going to be. We just had the image of Vanilla Clown and then we get to set and they're like, Cool. Uh, the audio department and the sound god need to mic up Vanilla Clown because the guys are going to want him to speak, we assume. And we're like, oh, we never thought about this <laughs> actually ever happening. <laughs> I know, but he's Vanilla Clown, not Vanilla Mime. He could speak. I could it's true. And Danny, yell. as an audio person, did you expect that volume? No, I didn't know. I don't know if we talked about what you were going to do. or I not. didn't really know. I just got the set. Yeah. And uh, Casey and James and John Zaluga said, uh, wear this white clown costume. Yeah. So there was a wig. Uh, Danye put me in uh, like a white jumpsuit, Very, gave me white yeah. gloves. Uh, Lily Beth put a lot of white makeup on my face, gave me a white nose. And they just said, well, that's also one of the best parts. They didn't give you a white nose at first. <laughs> oh, no. They gave you a red nose. And all the different comedy producers saw you at different points and go, <laughs> Why is he wearing a red nose? We were adamant that that nose become white. Right. Yeah. Because it's a vanilla clown. <laughs> like, I, I just love that we're all on board. Again, this is like a dream for us <laughs> that became a reality. The other conversation we had was completely sidetracked by like the description of vanilla clown, which we tried to force into other bits, but we couldn't. I, do you remember when I asked you if you would play it? Yes. I was like, would you play a character named Vanilla Clown? I, I thought it could go either way. I thought maybe you'd say no. Why would I say no? I don't know, because like, I don't know, you have a reputation. <laughs> Very difficult to work with. <laughs> no, like you, no, 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 no. I mean, like you, you're a you're mild, you're mild mannered. Yeah, right. Most of the time, right. But you were really unleashed in this bit. We also, I mean, there was a version of Vanilla Clown that I think was like crucified at a party or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. that's true. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's what we were doing because yeah. there's another bit too that we're doing next season that that was we might yeah. be doing. But yeah, I, it's hard to remember sometimes. And, but and who knows where Vanilla Clown will show up next? I don't think this has to be the end of Vanilla Clown. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. I hope it's going to be a mm. Halloween costume for a lot of people. Which of the the teacher turns did you like more? Oh, the one that I was in. 
Yeah, me I think too. that was the you're, best one. Yeah. Are you? Do you think you're biased at all? A hundred percent. Okay, good. <laughs> me too. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, that was that room. Which is the room that like was sort of like unbelievably in on it. You mean the room that couldn't hold it together at all? Yeah, that was with Joe and Murr. Right. Because they had one of the greatest marks of the season. That guy Al was one of the nicest guys. Had a big, like, volcanic laugh and was just like, I'm mortified. He was calling out how insane everything was. I'm sure a lot of it got cut out of the show. But when the the guys are pitching, like, all these dumb ideas, like uh, the new grading system with, like, the heart is a B. Yep. Eggplant. And, like, an eggplant is a D. And he's like, What? He's like, And, like, he's calling it out. He's like, You can't have that. And like another lady brought up the reason why, where it's like. So you want to take that eggplant out? Yeah. Because that emoji with the teenage crew, young adult crew is. The vegetables. So you give this idea an eggplant emoji right now? Totally. Got it. This okay. is called like right. <laughs> the guys all play it. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so kids don't want to get the D though. And, like, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. But he was just calling it out left and right. I know. He's great. I love With also, a smile on his face. All yeah. the people in that room were great. Even the guy who was on his phone the whole time <laughs> the who raised his hand know. that he learned something. Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. He's like, yeah, I think I learned something. I remember one of those groups was really unruly. That must have been the one, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, no, it's funny. On, on set that day, I like forgot to eat. And then like I finally got some food during, I think, that turn. Mm-hmm. And I was just like like whole just putting the whole thing down my throat at the time so i was like laughing and just like <laughs> basically like chugging meat <laughs> it was wow. pretty insane give you that great. visual the backstage was wild because we had vanilla clown running around and then mccarthy was recording an amelia Earhart rap all in the back room oh, right that's right yeah all of that was to be kept secret amelia Earhart rap was great well the funny thing about that is we helped the guys that come up with all these ideas and there was one bit about having a like this a the teacher saying yeah i did but, that but there wasn't a song with right. it. Right. And so Sal's like, oh, can you go make a song real quick? Right. So I'm like, sure. Yo, here it is. Uh, put your right hand up, <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Not confused with Helen Keller. Amelia Earhart, no one can do it better. Amelia Earhart rides high in the cockpit. Amelia Earhart, one bad bitch. And Amelia Earhart, <laughs> rich. Amelia Earhart, her middle name was Mary, and she died because she was scared of flying. Again, you had this background. NYU degree in history. Oh, beyond that, Three Kings, member. Three Kings degree. Three Kings was a, it was a parody novelty, rap group. Parody rap. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. Found a beat, downloaded it off the internet for whatever it is, royalty free, and then just did one or two, three, four, five, 16 takes of the Amelia Earhart rap. <laughs> I like when other people do the music. So sometimes I'll do the songs on the shows, yeah. and I like when you and Joe do it. We got to get Zaluga to do a song. We do. That would be great. Yeah, Rico has even oh, been. Her voice has been featured on songs. Megan Rico. Yeah, I but can we, feel Kim Congdon doing like should drop in like a little Kim big time and like get some raps on there next season. Yeah, but where yeah, did it, you get the beat? I, I would have made it for you. We didn't have the time. Yeah. Oh, actually, I guess we probably did have the time, but you were probably working on something else. Yeah, yeah, I, it's it's crazy when when. Whenever there's food. a presentation bit, it's an insane day because the guys will look at the PowerPoint in the morning and uh, will make edits with us. And then they'll tell us more jokes and stuff that they want. And we'll have to go run off and do them. So like right. all, all of us are like running and like making the jokes, punching them up, like making it look clean. And also it's like the only time in our lives we've ever used PowerPoint. <laughs> and so it's, <laughs> it's like, like these, once a year. <laughs> yeah. If we, we just need to hire like one person that worked at a real company <laughs> and it's like, can you help these guys with PowerPoint? And it, it would make our day a lot easier. And the way that they usually goes is like you were with Q and Sal and me and Joe were with Murr and Joe. Joe. Yep, that's right. Me and Lugie were with Sal and Q. Lugie as in John Zaluga. Yeah. That's his name. What are days like that for you, Danny? Like, is that a pretty easy day? Those are easy days for me generally. Like, you put the mics on the table. I'm usually watching you guys run around practically right. as they change the jokes or there's some sort of um, secret going on where you have to go wire up the vanilla clown in a... Mm. Uh, a back room and not talk about the vanilla clown. Mm-hmm. Um, they're usually not too bad for us. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Well, what's a hard day for you? Uh, all the vehicle stuff. We used to do a lot more vehicles like boats and taxi yeah. cabs and yeah. Jurassic Park and helicopters. That's the kind of stuff that like turned all my hair gray. <laughs> but, <laughs> really quiet there. Like Jurassic Park yeah, and yeah. helicopters. It's like, oh yeah. yeah. It's just like, that's rough. But like, they're all just, they walk into a room <laughs> yeah. and like, it's not a lot. It's not too bad. Yeah. Do you like the street? 
like speed days? Like on, yeah. Ah, uh, it depends. Some of them are, we used to have the days where they'd be like quick days, five, six hours, like down in right. Bowling Green. Um, you don't have to run cables, so it's probably an easy finish. Well, we used to not run them, and then it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more people. And then we started having to run, run cables through like the park and stuff like that. Um, and it just takes a lot of time. And, you know, we usually do them in the summer and it's super hot and you're just sort mm-hmm. of drenched out there. But yeah, they're, they, it just depends on the day, really. Mm-hmm. But if it's an easier day, there is like the day with Joe's dogs in the park. It's like a lot of moving pieces with the jokers walking in and out. Um, those become difficult. Where did you put the mics on the dogs? Um, in the collar. That was a joke question, and there was a real answer to it. <laughs> Danny's no, all we business. Had, we, put a, we put a cup. I, I forget that day. There was, there was something about, like, you had to find out the name of the dog, right? And then they would put the cup right near the person, and then the other <laughs> joker would walk up and be like, what's that dog's name? And it would be called, like, Fire's Remorse or something. Like Love that. or something, yeah. Yeah, like something really Fire's- great. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you're all business. You're very professional. You're like, yeah, I'm just right about the sound. Like, the gameplay was like, whatever. They got to get the name of the dog or something, like... <laughs> That's yeah. like a real TV professional. They don't care about whatever is going on as long as their end is getting done. And it's always done well. You should try to, you should hear me try to explain it to the sound team when they show up. It's just like, I'm like looking at the call sheet, reading line for line. Okay, one joker has to do this. And then oh, another that's joke. funny. I and never yeah. even thought about that. Yeah, I mean, because we, I know generally, but it's like, I don't have like the creative in front of me. I'm not like having every joke because they're going to choose different jokes based on what we're doing. And I just like, okay, guys. And I just literally read it word for word. I'm like, any questions? And then there's usually, usually none. <laughs> run, run the cables over there, and then they do. Yeah. That's great. Well, and so when the show started, the person in charge was Michael Bergman. Yes, Michael Bergman. Right. Master Bergman. He's great. I love that guy. He's amazing. Uh, and then, so now you're the Michael Bergman. Do you have, like, you, you, Michael Bergman had cronies such as you, or I even helped run the audio cable, and he was very particular about that. You ran one backwards one time. I remember that. Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done the same thing, and I go, no, but we got the barrels or whatever. He's like, I don't care. Run it again. Like now you'll remember it, won't you? So, yeah. You know, it makes uh, sense. I do the people, I do it to people who work for me now. So you do. So you get yeah. to do that now. Yeah. I say, well, now you'll remember. Run it the right way. Uh, that's so cool to have like a person like Michael Bergman, like show you the ropes like that. Oh, it's amazing. You yeah. Know? I owe a lot to him. He was the original sound supervisor of this show. I really like that. I, if I'd ask a question, he'd like give me like a real in-depth answer to it. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. He's a, he was a, he's a really smart guy. I don't do that. I say, ah, oh, magic, probably. <laughs> he played in a band, too. He played bass? He played Did guitar. he play with Keanu Reeves? I don't think so. Dogstar? I thought maybe he <laughs> played with Dogstar. He wow. had, like, a band that was, like, doing Arlene's Grocery and stuff like that when it was big. Like, he yeah. was sort of, he was doing it. I know. Like, he was in it. And you play, so you, you've played in several bands. Our bands used to play together sometimes. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Danny Hollis and the Dicks, right? Stupid Danny Hollis and the Dicks. That was, yeah. the, that was the, the fake <laughs> name that the Jokers gave to your band. They made yeah. t-shirts, right? Yeah. One of our uh, production assistants, I don't know, what, what was her job? Who? I don't know, fuck, Tina? Tina, yeah. She yeah. was, was she a segment producer at one point? She, I, Who? She was a PA for a while. A PA I don't, for a while. She moved out to something else. I don't know what it was. Yeah, maybe she did locations too. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she made t-shirts uh with my a horrible picture of my face on it oh, and sorry. then it was bad i was wearing like a chain it's like wearing mooney's chain or something like that i don't know if you know mooney Chains um, make people look good but she she gave all these shirts to people like I, I was playing a show one night in brooklyn she gave shirts to all the people in the audience That's from the so show funny. who came and they're all wearing their normal clothes over the shirt <laughs> and then like three quarters of the way through the set they take off like their outerwear, and they're wearing these horrible stupid danny hollis and the dick shirts <laughs> my band is all from dc and what's the like, real name of that band Hearts and Spades. Nice. Yeah. How did your band members take it? Because they don't... They were they're... thoroughly confused. <laughs> they were like, what is... And then, and then they gave shirts to my band members. And they're all like... We used to work over like in this sort of garment district. And the girl who bought all the shirts were all these um, like tiny little V-necks and like odd sizes and like, you know, like seconds that didn't really work. So she just gave a bunch out and nothing fit. Like the ones I have are like 2XL. <laughs> 2XL. Danny Green, do you play music? I play the accordion. So everyone in this room is a musician. Yeah. You play the accordion for real? Yeah. What would that band be? Danny so obviously Green delivers <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Oh my I know. God. So you're going to play accordion. Yeah. Danny uh, uh, Hollis, you'll play drums. Play drums, yeah. But that's tough because that was your instrument too. Yeah, but and I'm also rap. not even good at it. I can play timpani. We'll do that. I think I'm classically whoa. trained. I honestly think you, you should either do timpani and rap. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Just put me on the temps. Uh, so I feel like Vanilla Clown has to have an accordion next time. I mean, that would be incredible. Is it white? Well, uh, yeah, you. My accordion 
is is black. I think I have two or three. One we're spray painting it. Paint it yeah. white. <laughs> you record it. We're gonna make the black keys on it white too. <laughs> Every, yeah, Every, everything's white. And then you're gonna sing a How parody version that? of "Paint It Black" called "Paint It Vanilla." <laughs> <laughs> there is a white door, and I want to keep it white. <laughs> Just vanilla doors. I got to keep them white. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. That writes itself. You got it. Vanilla doors is a good name for a band. Danny, if you ever want to start a new one. It's not bad. Yeah, Vanilla, vanilla doors. doors. Yeah. Uh, that's the name of this band, I think. <laughs> great. I like that vanilla clown's in the band. Like, it's all of us, like, as us. And then, <laughs> but, like, he's also, like, on the side. Like, so we all look normal. We're wearing our, like, regular T-shirts, and he's vanilla clown. Well, that's not, like, how Richard Belzer plays that one character on, like... Munch, Detective Munch. Detective Munch on, like, a thousand different TV shows. Yeah. Like, what are a few in Bergio? You know this, right? He was in Arrested Development. He's in Homicide. He's in Law and Order. He's in something else. I mean, he's, it's just, like, weird. He's, like, in a ton of stuff. Yeah, and he's always Detective Munch. That's what I want Vanilla Clown to be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, Vanilla Clown and Rob Emmer need to meet in a scene. Wow. Probably at the apocalypse. <laughs> that's like uh, the end. Yeah, that's the Earth finale, not even Joker's finale. If, if we could make the, like, the series finale be... The apocalypse? No, just be uh, Danny, <laughs> Danny Green as Vanilla Clown and Rob Emmer as one of his guys, Fat Crow, and like they do all the challenges. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just imagine... Them watching the Jokers fly off in a plane <laughs> that crashes into it, the sun, and they walk back and they say, "I think this is going to be the start of a beautiful friendship." And they hook up, they tongue, they French kiss, like, but their lips don't touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and like vanilla, that's when we find out vanilla clown's tongue is also white. <laughs> we don't that's find out until then. <laughs> <laughs> they finally reveal that fans have been dying to know. Wow. Okay. So then the next bit, <laughs> we could do a whole episode of Jokers without talking about the four guys. It's only Vanilla Clown. I know. <laughs> this next challenge was this quick, uh, quick um, uh, ping it. What was it called? Pin for the win. Pin for the win. And what I like about this is a challenge that's set up with the guys being like, we've Joe and Sal are always like, we want to go against each other again just to see who wins this. It's so funny. I love that. It's so funny to me. I I like it too. I wonder if the fans do. I never know if they care about that sort of stuff. Like where it was like. Um, a couple of seasons ago, our season premiere where Murr and Sal had the race and uh, Murr was in the fat suit. And it was always like, we've always had this bet that oh, yeah. we, like, if he weighed as much as me, like I'd beat him in a race. Like they always talk about that. And I, I never know what the fans think, but like for us, that's like the goal because the guys do talk about this. Yeah, it's for real. And we're letting them in on some of that. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun bit. And again, it really fun for us. Hopefully that translates uh, across to the masses. I think it does. I think when the guys are really into something, it's like addictive. Like fans like like also like it. Yeah. It's it's like they're they cultivate that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. It's authentic. Are they as competitive as they seem on the show? I mean, you guys spend more time with them. No. I I would say <laughs> I would say that I mean they're definitely like they're I, I've known friends that are competitive right. and they're not like competitive as friends. They're competitive for the show for sure. Right. Like Joe is competitive. Like he wants to win and, or, or like Q really wanted to win fly me to balloon because it was a game that he kind of yeah. found because it's from the firehouse. Right. And Joe also wants to win. No, he loves to win is a, a debate. The um, sudden, death, sudden debate. death debate. He Murder always wants to do. win that. Could you help us settle a debate real quick? We're having this debate all day, all day. What's the better way to die? What's the better way to die? I'd rather get kicked to death by a giraffe. I say get kicked to death by a giraffe. Q, I'd rather get trapped by a bunch of celery. I'd rather get trapped under a big piece of celery. You're gonna die that way. All day. Right, all day. Giraffe all day. Right. <laughs> giraffe, they got the long legs. That hook is gonna come in and just conk. <laughs> like a giant piece of celery just... Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, the giraffe's walking along doing its thing. They get one good punch. If, if the celery falls on you, you can live in it like for a tunnel for a while. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, celery? if you're ultimately gonna die under this... Let's not rush to death, people. How much celery can I eat to get out? <laughs> celery does have fiber, so... So you're going to be... And water. <laughs> you know it doesn't have fiber or water in it? A giraffe hooves right to the face. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to go? You want to go. You, you want the giraffe? Be, you, know, you, do, you don't want to be trapped in a giant's garden <laughs> under his piece of celery? That's not how you want to go? You want the giraffe to come in hot and just keep pounding you. Comes up. <laughs> That's great, Death by giraffe. Yes, death by giraffe. Sorry, buddy. I'm a really, like, log lines, and yeah. he's like... 
TV exec, so he like gets competitive about that one. So the first TV show, Pantsed. Famous people pantsing other celebrities. Side note, hopefully no dongs fall out. But if they do, we'll blur them. <laughs> so they are, yeah, they're, they're each competitive about different things. Oh, Sal was very competitive for Nah Dog That Ain't Me. Yeah, all right, bro, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it looks just like him. He's got spray tan. Hold on a sec. Uh, I think you're already here. Oh! 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 You got you got God! Nah, dog, that ain't me. <laughs> Bro, my name's Vin. My friend's calling me Balsamic Vin. Yeah, you're also Sal. Vin. And... Oh, you idiot! She said, call drop. That's the game. You're done. I had so many more outfits. Yeah, I know. if it's a don't laugh game, he's done. Yeah, yeah, but that's why he gets competitive about it because everyone says that. Everyone thinks like he yeah. can't win, and it's true. Yeah, and like on different things, they get competitive. But I don't, they're not competitive with each other in that way. Yeah, that's friends. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, like and Q has said that a bunch of times. He's like, sometimes if he loses and Joe wins, he's like, oh, that's okay. I like Joe. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's, that's good. Funny. He's like, oh, good, Joe won. <laughs> Does yeah. this count, though? I feel like they're always making bets with each other, like, for real. Well, yeah, Whether I mean, it makes the show or not, they're, like, actually putting money on things. Oh, yeah, Joe's a big gambler, too. <laughs> yeah. But that's not necessarily not just competitive. Him. That's, like, that's, like, ex- for excitement. I guess so, yeah. They're, but they're not, they're never, like, oh, Joe got a house? I need to get a house. You know what I mean? Like, I want to I get a house. Like, they're not like that, like, those kind of friends that are, like. Yeah, the band's not breaking up because of that. Right, right. It's probably because of something else. Probably because Vanilla Clown <laughs> took over. with Murr. And then and they all, they they all got all, everybody else got jealous because like yeah everyone's like pining for a vanilla clown <laughs> yeah that, pining and and the mythical white tongue <laughs> 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 all right next challenge. or is it <laughs> next challenge Krav Maga Krav Maga oh and it turned Krav into the punishment Maga. yeah yeah Amy, that guy you... is awesome Randy Couture and he yeah. was the nicest guy you're a big UFC fan yeah I used to watch that guy back in the day he's like he was. Best. When I'll, I heard he was coming on, I was pretty He was excited. so nice and cool. If you don't know who he is on the show, like go on YouTube, watch a Randy Couture highlight clip. Yeah. It he's he's like a monster when he wants to be and the nicest guy right. when he wants to be. But yeah, he's he can fight. Joe's got a little like like a little uh hy- uh No, it's just fun. I, I kept trying to like say something and I couldn't get it in. Little hyena. Get line. it in, get it, it in. Get well, it I was gonna ask Kyle, so you got to touch Randy Couture? I got my arm around him, yeah. Yeah, you got to touch his chest, huh? Oh, no, I didn't get to put the mic on. Oh, right, because jealous. we had yeah. a, Oh, interesting. Oh, we had a mic a, for Insider, right? No, we had a, a Lucas Lee, our A2. Oh, that yeah. That was the day right. half of us were in the basement for the control room. Yeah. And then Jokers were in an uh, RV. Oh, here's outside. the behind the scenes for yeah. you right now. That was an empty, where, like, Dude. empty space that we need to, we built that Krav Maga studio to make it look real because what you know sometimes we pair up we pair up with like maybe like a karate place or something yeah. and this was a, a, like an empty room and and our, our art department got all that stuff and made it look legit and people thought it was a real studio yeah. and it kind of it was paired up in a way with like real professionals Dude, but yeah the whole crazy. thing was a nightmare so locations like months ago were like we found a Krav Maga place they're remodeling but if once it's done, it's going to be great for the show. And I remember pitching it to the guys and they're like, wait, what did you just say? What's Krav Maga? And if you notice in the episode, they say Krav Maga like a thousand times because they're like, I don't know what it is. I think it's like hysterical. Like they're just like, it's like a dumb word. They kept like saying it nonstop. And I was like, no, it's good. And they're like, we already did like a Taekwondo thing. Once I explained it to them, like, but it's not like Taekwondo. It's like this Israeli martial arts. And like, I had to like show them like the Wikipedia page, like all this other stuff. So like, I'm yeah. like, please, let's do it. You guys like, and then they came around to it and they thought like, oh, this would be funny. That'll be funny. And they're like, finally, like, okay, MacArthur, let's do it. Uh, and like, Ian McPartland, go back to locations. Like, we're in, let's go. And then <laughs> the place wasn't finished. By the time we like, they're like, it would get, like the date, like anything. If you ever got work done in your house, always gets pushed back, pushed back, yep, pushed back. Same thing. So we had a deadline for our show and the guys like already agreed to do it and like, all right, fine. Then yeah, the art department came in and made a place that is not a viable option. Like a great looking. Yeah. They like, knocked uh, it out of the park. Not a dojo, but whatever you call it for <laughs> Krav Maga. Uh, I think dojo yeah. works. Yeah, I think it works. I, I have a question for, for Danny about that uh, bit. On camera, Joe farted. And if memory serves, <laughs> that's the first on-camera fart no, that's not on true. the show. No? 
No way. There's plenty it, of times. I'm not saying they haven't farted no. during the during the shooting of the show, but that made it to the final. Episode. And he's not talking about an SBD where <laughs> Joe goes in the corner and has a look on his face and he goes, "Don't worry about me." No, I'm we have, we have Danny, Danny Hollis on the show, so it doesn't make any sense to talk about SBDs. Vanilla, vanilla, what are you doing? <laughs> vanilla. Is there a lot of farting that goes on? You know what? Um, not that I can think of. I where I'm at, I can only see the guy on the floor. I can usually not see the three guys in BTS. Right. And but you can hear the farts. Mur farts a lot where he walks away and he goes, Mur Mur will walk away and be like, Oh, I have to check something out over here. Oh, what kind of wood is this? And like look at a wall, but then they he makes it like that it, it makes it very obvious he's like farting, but like trying to be polite. Murr farts a lot. Yeah. Is he is he the worst farter on the show? I, I think so. To be honest. Rank them, Case. Uh, okay. Number one, vanilla. Uh, number two, Emmer. Number three, Murr. You know what? There it, there was a fart on the uh, turquoise ring one. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Gatto walked in because oh, they had left right. the uh, that's right. some sort of toilet in there which is i don't know was it just an empty it was toilet? a toilet that that was the only toilet that they could use <laughs> it, was it was like a little porta potty almost like a bedpan that you, you could yeah sit it was odd kids. yeah and that's right gato walked in and he was like i'm gonna take a shit in here and he like took all his pants off and then you can say shit in that context just we have the running uh, yeah okay just so he, you know. he said he was gonna take a shit in there. <laughs> great he was like <laughs> i'm gonna take a shit yeah, yeah. you can't say the first okay time. oh wow really okay yeah. um yeah so and then i think sal was like oh my god you just talking what have you done? It's like, and he's, he said it smelled bad, but he was like, no, nah, I didn't shit. I just farted. Oh. He made a conscious decision not to shit. He could have, and he you chose so? not to. Yes. yes. Oh. He, told, he said yeah. it. He was like, that's what did, control. What did this yeah. show become? Right. In the moment <laughs> when he was sitting there with his pants on his ankle in the middle of this <laughs> airplane. He, he, he was like, out. I'm not going to go all the way. Let me think. Sal's already peed his pants in like a yeah. escape the room thing. Save it for the series finale. Yeah. <laughs> he just peed in the forest too, didn't he? He peed in the forest. Yeah. And he also doesn't pee much. A thing about Sal, he talks about this in his stand-up, like he doesn't pee much. Oh. He peed in the woods that day. I know. It's crazy, yeah. He pees when he has to. What about... Cool? Levels of sweat and shart also, by the way. That, when Gatto said that, it was fantastic. Yeah. He was, were, that was one I of the sweatiest that moments. Shirt. That was yeah. one of Joe's sweatiest. Is there a crew member who farts a lot? I don't know. Um, no, everyone's pretty respectful of each other. Like, especially like in a show like this, you know, you know this more than anyone, Danny. It's like close quarters. Yes. Yeah, and you're really, and everyone really, I think, has respect for each other. It's just like you leave the room if you're going to do that. Usually you can get outside. You yeah, know, we're outdoors a lot too. Farted up. Which is nice. You know, you have a walk away lunch sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Then I apologize for what happened when I was there and it was vanilla the class. Yeah, vanilla, <laughs> vanilla, vanilla. No, no, no. Class. You're not vanilla. I was farting as the class. You're vanilla class. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He takes white shits. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> That's funny. What do you think? Your shit's not oh. white? <laughs> Also, back to Krav Maga. I forget who said it. I want to say it was Q. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. There's a line in the show that we put in a few times, and it's just a way to get lines in. But it's whenever a guy starts a sentence with, I'm a little sluggish, <laughs> and then they'll make an excuse. It's like, so it's like, you're right, excuse you're right. me, I'm a little sluggish, and then they'll give the reason. Uh, and what was it for you in this one? Like, I'm a little sluggish today. Uh, I, uh, I would be a lot quicker if I didn't have this UTI. Oh, I, <laughs> My UTI I, is just I, slowing I, me I, down. I have UTI, yeah. And, like, it, it's in a bunch of episodes where you'll just hear the guy be like, sorry, I'm a little bit tired today. Yeah, there's always a reason. Followed by something, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, I, I think I wrote that one because I thought it would be, usually guys don't talk about UTIs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, it's rare for men it's to It's harder for a man but to But it ha- can happen. Yeah. And I thought it would be a... <laughs> It'd be fun for him to say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to if you have a UTI. <laughs> I'm your dude. Shout out to my dudes with the UTIs. Cranberry, cranberry juice. juice. Yeah, cranberry juice. Yeah. Yeah. Sound God says get some cranberry Sorted juice. Sorted right out. Mm-hmm. I heard. D- DTF with my UTI. But we've been wanting to do pantsing on the show for so long. And that is true. We tried. We wanted to. This is the way we actually really wanted to do it. Yeah. We wanted to do it where there's like a conference and a nurse who's like in scrubs. Yeah. A like conference a of doctors is what we want. Like a male, <laughs> a male nurse gets up there and he's like kind of talking and he introduces this joker to to come up to speak. But before he does that, <laughs> the joker has to pants him. Right. And like what we wanted was like there to be a fight to pull down the pants. Like he'd have them tied and then he'd be trying. And cause the trying to me is even funnier than the, than pants. the actual 100% succeeding. Yeah. 
Because he's like, he, the guy doesn't yeah. know about it, all that stuff. Here's However, the problem that we kept running into was that we didn't want the person to know that they were about to get pants. Right. And so this has come up a few times where it's like, well, okay, that's illegal. Uh, you guys can't do that. And we're like, yeah, but it'll be funny with like the right person. So like every now and then right. we'd like, so if you remember the punishment where Joe had, um, had to do push-ups at MLB studios at one point he goes, am I going to like, he asked me and Casey before and he's like, are they going to make me pants this guy? Because they like figured like we maybe vetted a host mm-hmm. that was like cool, like cool with us. <laughs> and like, maybe, maybe he would get pantsed. Uh, and, and it wasn't the case. Obviously he had to do the push-ups at that, at that punishment. But it, yeah, it was just a hard, really hard thing to produce because all the guys were like, if the guy knows he's going to get pants, it's going to ruin everything. Because then he's going to be acting, trying to play along with it. And then he's acting on TV and it just ruins it for us. So that's why we've never been able to do pantsing the way we envisioned. the pants. And it would have been the, <laughs> the reverse where the Joker would have thought that the guy knew he was being pantsed. And it would be the reverse. You got to pull down the front of the pants. Right. Right. Well, usually the Joker is like, you know, he, he would... You know, sometimes we were like, oh, this person isn't in on it, but really they are in on it. Mm-hmm. It would be the other way around where he would think the guy that was getting pants was in on it and then would find out that he wasn't in on it to make it more awkward, you know? Yeah. Can I tell you the first pantsing in the show? Does nice. anybody, can anybody guess what the first pantsing on the show is? No. Danny? I mean, Vanilla? <laughs> uh, Mr. Clown? No, I can't. Uh, strip High Five? Ah, Murr loses, and it's time to take it off, and he doesn't want to. And Joe comes from behind and goes like, "Ba boom!" Ah. Ah. Pretty good, huh? You all lost. You all, <laughs> you all owe me money. I want to also point out back because as I was asking Vanilla um, to to weigh in, yeah. I realized that Q is the Staten Island way of saying vanilla, so it's vanilla clown to him. Like when he was introducing it at the thing, I kept hearing him say that. And I'm a, I've always been a vanilla person. Do you guys say vanilla or vanilla? Vanilla. 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 And you're Ella? Yeah. Wow, Rihanna over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Wow. Van- I, I think vanilla is how it's spelled. It's just vanilla clown. Yeah, we're from New York. We mispronounce things sometimes. It Clearly, like, you know, this must have happened. You went to, like, college or something. You're trying to impress <laughs> somebody. You start saying your vanillas and stuff like that. You know, I get it. The real New Yorkers, we say vanilla and Mario. <laughs> All no, Mario. 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 Yeah. Mario is the wrong is is the way the, wrong the way rest of say. the country says it. We say Mario. Mario is the way the character pronounces his name, but real Mario is the character is Mario. a Japanese created character. Right. I don't think but that the counts. name, the name's the name. No, I know, but I, like, I agree with what you're saying, Casey. Yeah. Real Mario's know it's Mario. Yeah, real Mario's know it's Mario. Right. I don't even know what I said. I'm so messed in the head from Mario trying to get it right. You say Mario. That's like yeah. how like the, the right. Midwest says it. I think I mean, the right way is however Wario is said. I don't, I don't think Wario? we should go based on <laughs> Wario. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure it's probably like from Italy, like Mario, right? Like, uh, like Maria. Maria, Maria. Maria, yeah. Mario. Maria, <laughs> Mario. I'm Mario. Vanilla, can you ask some questions for Danny Hollis? Sure. <clears throat> but I, it's hard for me to get into the vanilla character because he's a very angry, screaming. Very angry. Oh, okay. Yeah, we won't make Clown. you go there. That, <laughs> and I don't really feel that the way. Destroy the studio. Okay. <laughs> so Verde, go for it. Um, do you remember your first day on set? Mm-hmm. What was it like? Oh, wow. Uh, I had just moved to New York eight months ago, eight months prior. Right. And I'd gotten a call from a company that I'd been working for called TV Boy. And like, we need you to be a boom operator for this, this thing called Mission Uncomfortable. Right. And it's like, this is September 2010. And I get there. Actually, I, a girl from my high school, my graduating high school class was there. And in front of all of these new guys I know, I'm like, oh, I know that girl. I'll go say hi. I go, hey, I'm Danny. Good to see you. She goes, I have no idea who you are. So it started <laughs> off really well. Me and look like an idiot. Um, and uh, it was interesting because um, I met Michael Bergman that day. I'd met him a few times prior. Um, and he looks at me and goes, so do you have any idea how to do this job? <laughs> no. And he gave me some equipment. I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this. And he sort of ran me through it. It was like very low rate, you know, mm-hmm. because it's a, it was a pilot. It was the Mission Uncomfortable pilot. And we were in the Chinese brasserie. Right. Um, and uh, I had no idea what was going on. I was only living in New York for a few months. And I'm like, yeah, this seems reasonable. Like... I didn't even want to be doing production sound. I wanted to write music for movies. Mm-hmm. And somehow I failed myself here. Um, totally by accident. Um, <clears throat> and it was good. You know, I did the boom. I did a pretty good job. I had no idea who these guys were. I'm about to be the same age. 
that they were on that shoot. They were all 35 or so. Mm -hmm. I'm about to turn 35. Um, and it was fun. It was confusing because I had no idea what any of this equipment did or how it worked. <laughs> um, and I just held the boom near the guy who was talking. That's all I did. And it was very intimidating because, um, you know, it's like a new thing. It's right. like, and you're expected to sort of know what you're doing. And I had no idea what I was doing, but I'm good at pretending mm -hmm. that I know what I'm doing until people realize that I have no, no clue. Um, and it's funny, Q's tooth fell out of his head. It was like a speed dating thing. <laughs> right. And his whole tooth just fell out of his head. It was amazing. Um, and there was out another, oh, and, and, so they, and, and they were taking uh, food off people's plates. We did right. two bits at this place. Uh, and it was funny, even though I had no idea what was going on. Uh, I was like doing the BTS that used to be like done by like a boom instead of like wireless mics. So they no money. Right. Um, and yeah, it was good. We did the Costco one a couple of days later with mustache. Right. Yeah. Uh, can you tell the story of um, the when we were at the Jersey Shore? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll try to keep it uh, concise. Um, so we go to the Jersey Shore. I'm like now the A2 on the show. The show's Impractical Jokers now, I think. Yep. It's like 2011. Uh, what's what's A2? A2 is, um, so there's an audio supervisor and then there's the A2. So the audio, audio second, yeah. It's the second person. It's like they take care of miking all the guys. And um, generally on our show, the A2 records the BTS and the audio supervisor uh, records the guy doing the, the bit. Um, anyway, so we're all, we go, to, we go to Jersey Shore and I'm very excited. This is like, a, you know, it's still new to me. I've been in the city for a year. I know Casey for like six, seven months. We played shows together. And we get out to the Jersey Shore and... Uh, Basically, I think Casey, you didn't have a room. Yeah, <laughs> they this didn't was like early in the they show. Didn't, they, they didn't pay for a room. We were like sleeping on a couch. And I was like, oh no, well, I'm in the tech department. So, like, they gave me a room and I have an extra bed. So, I'm like, just take this key and you can sleep in the other bed. No problem. No big deal. And so, that was the first night. You know, we did a bunch of shooting on Saturday and uh, I was very excited. Oh, I'm really making this happen. Uh, and then, so that night, a bunch of people are going down to the Jersey Shore to have some drinks. And the Michael Bergman and some of the other guys, Andrew Lane, saw me leave with this crew to go, like, have some drinks. And we had, like, an 8 or 9 a.m. Uh, call time the next day. So, obviously, they're like, this 25-year-old is definitely going to mess this up. Like, he's <laughs> going to, we know what he's going to do. It'll be fine. Um, but, so, I go out with the crew. And the next thing I know, I'm in my bed in all my clothes. And, like, the audio equipment's on my other bed. And uh, Michael Bergman, the old A1 of the show, bursts in the room <laughs> screaming, what are you doing? The van's waiting. It's like 20 minutes past the call time. We need to get the hell out of here. What's going on? I'm like, oh, my phone just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know what happened. He, he knows what happened. But like, so um, he's like, we need to get the hell out of here. It's like, you know, the call time was nine. It's like 920 at this point. And I have to pack up all my stuff because we're leaving that day straight from set. And I like go to the bathroom and i'm like peeing and i hear him yelling up the door we gotta go what are you doing still screaming at me um and it turns out that michael bergman my boss was looking around for me because i just didn't show up to call time or like to like where the vans were leaving and uh he's asking around and casey goes oh i have the key to his room, <laughs> the key to his room. <laughs> so i had no idea why my boss was now in my room screaming at me but i later found out from casey that he's like no i key i just let him in there <laughs> so that was my first uh getting screamed and yelled at by michael bergman it wasn't my last i remember you coming coming to the van like bergman like came back you were on your way and i remember you coming to the van and i was like Ugh, i would hate to be him right now <laughs> like i felt really bad for you it was bad you i was were, I, you were i've seen you disheveled and that was like disheveled. <laughs> it was prime disheveled beyond yeah and, how was that day do you remember it must have been awful but like <laughs> So I got in the van. I think we shot the boardwalk. We shot day. the boardwalk day. Joe that day. put like someone's foot, uh, his toe in someone's mouth, or yeah. he put someone's toe, someone's toe in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be uh, a weirder bit. <laughs> I when we when I got in the van, I got laughed at by Andrew Lane, the owner of the company. He just he saw me. We like met eyes in the rearview mirror, and he just lost it because he thought this was really funny, and I get it. And we got to set. I've never tried so hard in my entire life to do a good job. Like <laughs> right. through, still sort of being drunk. I'm like, I'm gonna mic the hell out of these guys today. Like, this is gonna sound so, so good. I've never. I'm like, any anybody need anything, Michael? You could, like just to be like, Make up I don't think this is a joke. I'm sorry. Like I do care. <laughs> like and maybe that made the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they were like, hey, you know, if he could get up and do a good job. After this, he's yeah. probably a good guy. And so yeah. maybe, you know, sometimes I think that making mistakes helps you uh, show show your true colors, but then how you could overcome those true colors, I don't know. And now there's a picture of you in a museum. 
because of this show. Correct. So yeah. You made it. I know. I'm still waiting for my friend from people I know from home and Facebook to acknowledge that this is happening, but it's not a lot. <laughs> like, I'm like, come on, guys. What, what Gotta other? check out that Stan Island Museum, <laughs> yeah, guys. I know. Also, though, uh, to the best of your knowledge, Danny, did you invent the uh, the cup? Is this like the Hollis cup? I don't think so. I, was it your idea, at least on our you've set? You've mic'd a lot of, you've put mics in a lot of weird places. Yeah. But that magic coffee cup that we bring, the guys, when you see them out, they're always holding a coffee cup in the park and then they put it in people's face so that we can get some audio out there. I think you perfected it. I'll say this. Someone else came up with a cup idea. Uh, but I think I did a, re I like really took time <laughs> to make this stupid You wanted cup to do so good. That like you could take it outside and it won't sound windy. Like it sounds good. It's robust. You can throw it <laughs> like it's good. A robust blend. I didn't of sound. come up with the idea. Are you sure maybe like, somebody put a mic, didn't put a mic in an espresso cup? And then you <laughs> said, okay, let's make it a coffee cup. I'd say go with that. Yeah. Well, espressos are small. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. They make so it sound small. all tinny. What's the weirdest place you think you've hit a microphone? Hit a microphone? Like you've put them in plants, plant mics, and you've put yeah, them. Yeah. I think we tables. did some like uh, massage chairs and stuff like right, that. Right, that's, that's always weird. a little. It feels weird. You're like shoving them between the cracks. Yeah. I don't know. Any like, stories of people finding mics? Yeah, but I wasn't there for it, actually. Oh, like, it's like, I, I left um, for like the beach and someone was uh, taking over for me. And I'm just, we have these like table signs we put them on. And it was um, it was a, a bit at a library where they were supposed to shush people. Yep. And I just remember that like when uh, I talked to the guy who covered me, covered for me, and he said that people were picking him up and were like, what is in this? Like, because it's like, they're, we made them a little better. They've gotten better since then. But like, if you just pick the thing up, this like little triangle table sign, it's just rattling around in there. And they're shaking it, breaking uh, yeah, hundreds of dollars worth of equipment. thousands, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, quite a bit oh, of money. Oh, we got it like that. Nice. Yeah. So, well, you know, these days. <laughs> One more question. What if, what, are, what are the best, yeah, breaking equipment stories? Like, I know Murr jumped in the water one time with a mic that wasn't waterproof. That was amazing. That was yeah. probably the best one. I mean, we, Oh, that was a Milkbeard the Pirate? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, so the problem with that is he, he was wearing a wig, too. And that was... <laughs> <laughs> went in the water which is gross because there's no way to wash a wig and we weren't allowed to really and he had to wear it yeah. now for the rest of the season and he broke a mic and i think the earpiece too he had the ear he had the earpiece he had the earwig was 1600 bucks he had the wig which is i don't know how much price really it's five seven thousand dollars it's priceless yeah it's probably ten thousand dollar jump into the water i guess wow we sit there and watch him i go well what am i gonna do <laughs> like I'm, he's my boss i can't I know. tell him to not destroy everything that's so funny any other break, like breaks like that uh, not that i can think of it's usually probably water damage though right yeah but I, we're pretty good about making sure that they're gonna um you know, there's like waterproof mics and stuff like that. Yeah. Generally, we're pretty good about making sure they have the right stuff to do. And so it's crazy. The other thing about this show is like, again, one day we're in a grocery store. The next day you're miking up the guys in a chopper. Yeah. Like, what, what mm. are some of the craziest things that you're just like, cool guys, now I'm miking up Noah Syndergaard in a baseball stadium. Yeah. We have to worry about thousands of fans screaming and all this other stuff. It's usually like logistics problems. Like um, when they want to put the the... the Roosevelt Island tram. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the tram goes all the way from Roosevelt Island in the middle of the, um, the East River, right? Yeah, and it's like the two places that filmed on that were like us and like the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's a big hassle to do that. And it's like, it takes a lot of preparation and just sort of figuring out like, and we have to go there and test prior to make sure like all the gear is going to be able to go the distance. Right. Um, and then stuff like helicopter, like I mentioned, it's just like, it's less worrying about how good the sound is. Like, you have to be uh, able to understand the guys. Um, but it's more of just making sure everything works the entire time. Yeah, and they frequencies can, they can and talk stuff. to each other the entire time. Right. Like, for the helicopter, Gatto told me, he's like, Sal needs to find out on the helicopter that he has to jump. That's very important. Mm. Oh, boy. So, it's, it's, it's mainly problems like that, which are more fun to solve than making it sound good. Yeah. It's That's true. Because we've been on planes with Murr. Yeah. That must have been crazy. And then... Also, even stuff like uh, bog, like in the bog monster, that must be crazy. That's, oh, yeah. But that's that typical underwater, right? That was rough. Oh, was you put it in the, he in the helmet for uh, Sal? Yeah. But then we had Jay Miller, yep. who yeah. was the other monster, and we put a mic on him. I forgot where we put it. It failed completely. And I had to go <laughs> tell uh, our executive producer, Pete, I'm like, it just didn't work. I it, don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it still like, frightens me when he pops out. I've watched it a million yeah. times, but it still frightens me when he jumps out. That was, as the the second bog monster. That was a rough one because to get to that location was like a 15, 20 minute airboat ride. Yeah. Oh. And so if you forgot anything back on land, like any little piece, you know, we're, we're, and then it was on a schedule of like tours coming through. So mm. 
I'm so glad I was not there. Yeah, and Jay rough. Miller's in a bog for like three hours. Oh my god, gators. he must have been so pruny. Oh, gross. I mean, aside from that, he must just have so many like organisms going in his pee hole. Yeah, but he had them before. That's true. <laughs> Didn't they wear a condom under there just to protect it? Sal does. Okay. Uh, all the Are time, really? right? He always wears a condom. Um, softy? Yep. Jay never does. Uh, <laughs> Danny, the, the classic worst one was Jurassic Park, though, right? Yeah, Jurassic Park. Because it was like just like a hundred miles of cable. Well, it was, it was this show. I love this show, but we tried to get a lot done in like a short amount <laughs> of time. That's not gonna keep you from getting fired. Yeah. You said the wrong thing here. Right. Pete, the show, does, I love this show, but Pete McPartland listening to this? Uh, <laughs> I don't think. So. Okay, good. Uh, no, but they we had a, only a certain amount of time in Orlando, and so uh, prior to one of our uh, park bits in the park. We had to uh, basically run all the cable before the park opened for Jurassic Park. So that's 5 a.m. till 9 a.m., basically running just miles and miles of cable. And then after the audio department runs the cable, we had to still have the video department run probably, uh, I don't know, 3,000, 4,000 feet of cable back and forth because we had two separate control rooms, one for like the beginning of the ride and one for the end of the ride. And mm. you have to link those together. Um, and then once the audio team was done with our cabling at around 9 or 10, we broke off. To go shoot, I think two bits. Uh, one, uh, I forget what they were. One was have you yeah. have you seen my wife? Yeah, one, that was I like think? yeah asking people on the street. Yeah. yeah. So we broke off to go do that, and then Transformers was I think the other. Yeah, I think that was the first day, yeah. and then so once we finished the 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 sort of parkish bits, we like went home and went to bed, and then woke up at four a.m. in the morning to actually like shoot the bits. So it was like, it was that whole trip was just. It was rough. Because we were also partying a lot. Like, we were having a lot of fun, too. But it was like, yeah, people getting up early. Well, yeah, me and you were in barnyard hell. Yeah, of that's editing barnyard, that yeah. over and over again and, like, trying to find people to do the voices yeah. on our crew and stuff. Yeah, that was a And that it was, was like, there was a whole thing where we had a version where it was just like, barnyard, like, wow. And then the, Joe was like, no, I can't say barnyard, you wow. It has to say yay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> barnyard, yay. I feel like switch it. Try to do the dance. Do the dance, Q. Come down to the barnyard. Barnyard, yeah. If you told me I would have spent the week in Universal Studios and never went to the Simpsons land, I wouldn't have believed you. But we're working on a barnyard song, looking at like the Simpsons village, like out the window, pining for it. Never went to Moe's? Never went to Moe's. I went, I went. I got to go. So good. And I snuck over. Close enough. Well, Danny, thank you so much. Appreciate it, buddy. I mean, this. thanks for coming on. I can't believe we haven't had you on sooner. Thank you for the beers, although I didn't partake. Well, but, thank um, you for having me. Cheers to you. To the sound god. That's right. And thank you, Joe, for coming back. Danny Green, a vanilla crown. A cl- crown. Oh, one day he will have a vanilla crown. <laughs> See, I did it again. Club. I did it again. Vanilla cloud to the vanilla clown. Oh, wow, the vanilla, vanilla king. Crown. One day. He wow. would ride in a vanilla cloud through the skies, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, 100%. with his... Split vanilla tongue. <laughs> oh, it's split. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Bye, everybody. I'm vanilla Casey clown. Jones, James McCarthy. Bye, guys.